Hey everyone, it's Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to episode 3 of Roster Rumble, the participation competition where you send in Blood Bowl rosters to us. Based on our specifications, we pick some of our favourites and using the science known as Theory Bowl, we argue about who we think would win. We've got some great rosters for you again today, and to that end, today's co-host and opponent, today's co-opponent is none other than Blood Tithe Ben. Hello, hello. How you doing, man? You okay? Excellent, thank you. How are you? Oh, really, really, really good. So, before we get started, let's go over how we're going to do this. Uh, we are each going to take a turn to talk through our list of the day, talk through the strategy, talk through the build, talk through the skills, talk through the plan, uh, and when we're done, we are going to flip for the kick. After that, it's all theory ball until a winner is decided. If, however, neither of us can convince the other of a clear winner, uh, we are prepared for such an event. We have sought the services of a game referee who's also looked at the lists we've chosen and picked a tiebreaker. Uh, they won't be joining us live on the line, but they have recorded a little message for us if we need it. And uh, to that, our game referee for the day is going to be Ian Warhanam Hannam. Right then, Ben, with that all sorted, feeling good about the list? Uh, I mean, we'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be one of those episodes today. Right, fantastic. In that case, let's get to the lists. Okay then, Ben, talk me through the list you've got today. What is it? Who is it from? What have we got going on? Okay, this is Ripper's Flyboys, and it's a goblin team, which I couldn't resist taking. And now I see Ripper, I pick Ripper. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I saw this roster come in, uh, I think I might have just PM'd you straight away, because this has, this has Ben written all over it. Yeah, this is brilliant. Um, it's by... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Xavier, but I don't think that's how you actually pronounce that name. <laughs> yeah. Is that Star Trek thing? Okay. I, I think it's Xavier. Uh, yeah. Star Trek, sorry, X-Men, isn't it? What am I talking about? Hey, 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 it's still Picard. I've been watching Picard, Picard lately. Picard is all, always Picard. Ah, oh, Picard's so good. Are you yeah. enjoying it? Oh, yeah, it's a good show. Great show. Oh, it gets even better. There are some moments yeah. where you're like, is this really happening? Oh, it's so good. Um, anyway, back to Blood Bowl. Yeah, um, so this is all about the man himself, uh, Ripper. So <laughs> if you're not aware, he is a star troll. He doesn't have really stupid... He comes with loner, grab, mighty blow, regeneration, and throw teammates. So he basically gets grab and loses the nega traits. Both of them. Um, That's always hungry and really stupid. Yeah. This guy is a super troll. He is. And he's even strength six to boot. Oh, yeah. So, I forgot about that. And all the excitement yeah. of having a troll that can do things. Uh, yeah. The guy's absolutely hench as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he is 270k, so he's quite expensive. But on a goblin team, you usually, you know, you can afford that. You've got the money. Yeah, so in addition to him, to back him up, he's taking a Doom Diver, who, when combined with Ripper, makes an actually pretty reliable throw teammate strategy. I'm, I'm really sold on the Ripper Doom Diver uh, combo. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I've seen it personally played against it in a tournament, but him throwing a two, uh, uh, throwing teammate on a 3-plus for a long throw teammate or a 2-plus for a short t- uh, throw, and then you've got Swoop, which means you can use the throwing template instead of the D8 to scatter. And I think he yeah. even gets plus one to land as a Doom he Diver. Does, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it just, it's almost a freebie. Um, it's a, yeah, you know, I, it's a three I, plus I ran three that plus. In, my, um, in my troll team at Bonehead. Well, and it worked more often than it failed. It's really reliable. Yeah, that does not yeah. surprise me. Um, okay, so um, you've got a Doom Diver and that guy comes with catch. 
Yes, he's put catch on him for the uh, handoff. Yeah, I like that. Um, he's also taken a Pogoa as kind of a backup plan, which I quite like. Just, you know, the Doom Diver is still a goblin. He can still die pretty easily. Yeah, um, having that um, catch on him as well. So you've got two very good throw teammate options there. Yep. Um, he's also got a Looney to put a bit of pressure on, which I, I like. Um, and then he's taken four goblins, uh, one with Shorehand to pick up the ball and one with Leader for the extra reroll. Um, but then we realised he had 100k left over, didn't we? <laughs> so. That was it. We looked at this list. We thought, man, that's a cool list. We have to get that in the show. Uh, then realised that it was actually 100k less than the target. So we had we just had to chuck in an extra two goblins. So this list is now 10 men strong and comes with two fan factor as well. Yep. That's so a lot. That's pretty good. It's a lot for sevens. 10 players, including a massive troll and a bunch of action. Uh, yeah. I love it. And uh, one of the goblins has got sure hands, so the ball picker-upper to hand off to either of the catchers to be thrown into the air, and a guy with leader as well to get that all-important re-roll in sevens. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So I think this this would be quite an aggressive team because you can afford to lose the players, and yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, you've got spares, you've Very got good. some keepers. Yeah, I, I like this one. I think this is one definitely that we have to uh, consider in the future when looking at uh, seven super series. Um, yes. So notes from Xavier was Ripper is a pro. So he throws the diver or pogo, whoever is alive and can get the ball. Chainsaws there because chainsaws are great. Low on numbers. Huh, not anymore, buddy. Uh, but chainsaw and Ripper are pretty decent defense and the diver and a pogo is pretty good defense as well. I think that's some yeah. pretty, pretty decent notes. So, uh, yes, you did kind of uh, hint to this at the intro that it's going to be a... Uh, underpowered roster not really underpowered but stunty we've got yep. goblins and then we have got ogres so this is from i'm going to assume this is jay-z or jay-z 33 i'm not sure but you know that's, real jay-z uh, yeah. yeah yeah it might actually be jay-z turns out jay-z loves ogres so cool good man <laughs> happy with that strength bomb strength bomb uh was the title of the team and it is a really clever build and i like that i'm just going to go to his notes on obs real quick um here we go so jay-z uh strength bomb strength bomb you're a strength bomb four ogres for 560 bomber dribble snot for 60k and four snotlings for 80k as the gold goes up to 700 and you can take a star for less than 100 you can afford to get a fourth ogre uh, i think four ogres in sevens would be murderous and bomber is fun anyway so if you look at the roster, normally in sevens with ogres, you can only get three ogres. You just you yeah. can't afford uh, that. But by taking a star that is less than 100k, he's basically playing an ogre team at 640. So he can get that fourth ogre. And four ogres, four snotlings, and a bomber is a really interesting build. And because they're tier three, that's two doubles and two singles. So that's both... Uh, well, all the ogres have got skill. They've either got block or break tackle, so that's two and two. Strength five block is awesome. Strength five break tackle is also really awesome. Uh, this team is is seriously smashy, and yes, you're right. It is a star sevens build, so we've got to talk about the star, and it's bomber dribbles not. Um, it's weird, Ben. I'm not sure bomber's that key in this build. No, I think he, he took this in a different approach, which I quite like, where, like you say, He's just sort of taken a cheap star. So, like, I don't think he really does much in the build, but the fact that it's opened up the opportunity to get the extra ogre in, I think, is where he's key. Yeah. 
I liked it. I yeah. thought this was clever. I thought this was really clever. And uh, you know what? Gamers are going to break a format, and it took us uh, three episodes uh, to get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before we move on, uh, let's have a look at the wobble ratings real quick. So uh, strength bomb throw rating 25, goblins throw rating 30 makes sense uh, given the agility across the board for your goblin team power rating of 24 for rippers flyboys and a very sexy 35.56 power rating for the ogres no surprise there you've got a strength six guy but the ogres have got four strength five uh yeah the strength definitely here on the ogres and in this matchup ogres versus goblins that's three dice all day long yep uh, but then again, um, goblins versus snotlings, that's two dice all day long. So it, it does it does bounce back. Uh, toughness of 27.5 for the ogre team and 25.75 for flyboys. Uh, with speed of 29.5 for your team, Ben, and mine only rated at 25.56. So overall ratings, 28.54 for the strength bomb team from JZ33. And overall, 27.31 for Xavier's Rippers Flyboys. It's going to be a really close argument here, Ben. I think there's going to have to do some yeah. serious theory bowl here. Uh, you've got the extra fan factor, and you've got leader. Yep. So, yeah, getting some consistency there. And if Brilliant Friendship does come up, you're going to have probably a bonus on that as well. Okay. I'm, I think I'm all set. You all set? All set. Okay, let's flip for the kick. Ben... Hit us with a D6 and high or low, call it. Uh, I'm going to call high. Call high. Roll high. It's a high. So, Ogre Boys uh, are going to be, well, actually, you get to choose. So, Fly Boys, Ripper's Fly Boys, you've won the kick. Uh, we should probably do weather before we move on. So, Ben, hit us, uh, hit us with the weather. Okay. Nice weather. So, nothing too much there to cool and uh, give us 2d6 plus two for your fan factor because obviously these things happen before you six isn't bad okay. and then let's bounce 2d6 here eight same so it's a draw so no one has the fame advantage there's nothing exciting about the weather but the flyboys have won the kick ben what's your play do you kick or receive i think i will receive receive so the ogres are going to be uh, lining up to kick to the flyboys okay so uh what we'll do here is we'll do exactly what we've done for the other episodes of this we'll just theory ball some stuff we'll, we've got the dice available on screen uh, so we can share which is cool so if we've got a big play if we want to if we want to try something out we want to go actually yes that's going to be a big block a big play make the roll make the roll uh it gives us an opportunity to kind of apply that craziness that happens in blood bowl uh otherwise we'll just kind of talk through what the basic strategy is and what we think is likely to happen so setting up ogres here for a kick uh against a fast goblin team with a lot of throw teammate i think it is three snotlings on the line okay and then four ogres just behind all right, so three snotlings are on the line. So that, that's taking that. And we've just got four ogres spread out, a couple of squares behind them, ready to counter-strike and to run the full gamut of the pitch. That would be how I would set up in this circumstance. Over to you, Ben. Okay. Um, I think I would... I'd, I'd take all the players. That's a good start. Uh, I think I would leave the chainsaw. 
So let's bounce over to the list. So you do have two goblins uh, in... Well, you've got three goblins in reserve. So you leave yeah. the chainsaw for the kick. Yeah. I would swap out the chainsaw, have them on defense, because I think that's stronger generally. I prefer doing that. Yep. Um, then I'd probably put Ripper at the front um, alongside the uh, Pogoers and uh, the Pogo and Doom Diver, because I think kind of give them as much range to pick up the ball depending on where it goes. So is your opening strategy going to be to go for that quick throw teammate? I think it would be. I kind of think it would be. Just to make the most of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So you've got Ripper on the front, you've got a couple of goblins up there supporting him. You've probably got Shorehands in the backfield and you've got the two uh, the two scorers up there as well. Leader on the pitch yep. as well, Ben? Yes, yeah, I'll take the leader. Mm. This is going to be an early, quick score, I think, here. Okay, so for the kick, I don't think there's any fa anything fancy to be done here. It's just a kick to the sweet spot, so probably literally on Ripper's head. Uh, just yep. to make sure nothing exciting goes off. And we'll just quickly do 2d6, make sure it's not a massive kick. Uh, it would be a 4, so it would stay on the pitch. Nothing too exciting. Uh, and then, of course, the kickoff. Brilliant coaching. Okay. Uh, it's it's a 4 for me. And a 4 for me. It's so neither, neither of us would get the reroll here in 7s. Uh, that's the one slight change. So your leader reroll being absolutely key then. And then it would be your turn one, Ben. The ball's in the pitch somewhere in range of your goblin. And do you just go straight for it? Um, yeah, so what's the, what's the range of throw teammate in Zevens then? It's six squares, isn't it? So from Ripper, yeah. if he's on your line of scrimmage, that will land uh, just in front of my line of scrimmage. So in danger of hitting a snotling. <laughs> <laughs> but he would scatter three times right he would scatter three times and if it was with the doom diver then you would have uh three extra squares you're still going 13 squares from uh scrimmage to end zone so six for the throw and then another three you'd only you'd only have four uh squares to run in yeah and it'll be a dodge because you have guys on the behind the line of scrimmage don't yeah you? spreading those four ogres out will mean that you should land in an ogre's tackle zone um, in theory, but I think... Unless I throw to the side. True, true, true. Let's, uh, let's see if we can't get a sevens pitch here. While you think about your strategy, Ben. Okay, I think I would just go straight for it. I think I'd put some goblins around the ball first before trying to pick it up, just in case it fumbles. Go for that bit of defense. There. Yep. And then the shorthands guy, we're going to run and pick it up. Should I roll to see if he'll pick it up? No, if he's got shorthands, he's good to go. Right? No one wants to. Okay, cool. No one wants to see shorthands fail. Everybody knows it happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got the seven pitch up on here. So it'll be one, two, three, four, five, six to the line of scrimmage, and then one, two, three with good bounds, uh, leaving you probably likely to end up in an ogre's tackle zone, but probably not too bad. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, going to the side would be risky. You might end up throwing your guy off the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Now with with scattered four, so would you don't you wouldn't usually on a goblin team have enough movement to do the handoff straight away. But scattering four, that's quite a long scatter, isn't it? Uh, yeah. 
Well, we'll just say that it went. Uh, e there's a good chance of it going either left, right, or ending up in your backfield. So yes, it might be a tough pitch to get there. So you might, you maybe have to stall an extra turn. Um, you've got more than enough distance between my team and your team because of that no man's land in sevens. My team yeah. with the ogres deployed back are, you know, like eight squares away. So they're even outside of blitzing range. So you can afford to cage the ball, pick up the ball, and then just pass a turn. Ready for the yeah, I think I would turn. pass. God pass the turn. So grab the ball, bring it up closer to the guys. Um, probably not enough range, but we'll be in, in range of the handoff for that turn. Okay, so ogres, uh, I think, I like the ogres where they kind of are, which is just a couple of squares behind the line of scrimmage. I think that's reasonable, and I think that the, the snotlings would just run up to midfield. <laughs> and yeah. undoubtedly, one of the snotlings would take uh, one go for it to end up in Ripper's tackle zone, uh, just to add pressure to that throw teammate. So let's take the go for it. He ends up there yeah. fine. So there's a there's a snotling tagging Ripper. Uh, there's a couple of snotlings chasing him up behind, and we've got four ogres in the backfield, waiting to get in the way of a throw teammate. And that would be it. That would be it. Uh, the ogres are out of ta they're out of range to um, go for the blitz. Uh, probably could have done a throw teammate to get the noblar up there. But nah, that's good. That's how we'll leave it. We'll be over to your turn two then. Okay, I think I would. Blitz the snotling out of the way. With a goblin. Or a couple of goblins. Get get a couple of assists. Yeah. Or just one yeah. assist for a three die. Yeah, three die. Easy. Let's just say. Let's, let's see what would happen. Ooh. That's not great. So we've got a down, uh, both down and two dodge stars. Now with sidestep, yeah. uh, which is why I love the snotlings so very, very much. Sidestep means his tackle zone stays on you. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to risk this anyway. It's throw teammate. Uh, yeah. We'll say you get the handoff, you've got catch. There's no tackles yeah, on he's those got guys. Catch. That's fine. On uh, the Doom Diver. Yeah. All day. Let's 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 give it a go. Okay, it's throwing time. With a tackle zone. Two plus, isn't it, for throw teammate? Uh does he have strong arm? Oh no. So it's not, is it? No. That would be a fumble because of the snotling tackle zone on Ripper. <laughs> it would, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess the question is, do you burn the leader reroll? Uh, and loner? face the loner challenge to pull off the throw teammate, or will that snotling? I would. I yeah. actually would, because it's quite important. All right, let's see it. Loner, four plus. Gets yep. it, and then all you want is a better die roll hey, this time. He gets it, it. There we go. So the Doom Diver hooms it across the pitch. Uh, and then you get your three scatters, which is going to be made with the throwing template, which means you're going to end up in the middle of uh, my backfield. So really, Ben, it's a, it's a land and then a dodge for a touchdown, essentially. Makes that the landing with plus the one. Landing, yep. And then you're probably going to have to dodge through at some point. Let's do one dodge. Makes yeah, a dodge. There you go. Straight in for the touchdown. Taking yeah. the throw teammate early, but did cost you leader thanks to a, a dodgy little snotling there. Yes. Yeah, a risky loner leader as well. Snotling. But... There we go. Lesson here, guys, is if someone's going to be doing a throw teammate and just mob their throwers with tackle zones, um, it will burn rerolls or fun. Uh, burn rerolls and burn souls. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's fine so no casualties ogres will be setting up uh well ogres will be receiving so ben who's is your kicking team are we having ripper back on the pitch is it chainsaw yep. time 
Ripper is coming back on, the Chainsaw's coming on, I think I would probably sub out the Doom Diver. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. You've got um, the Pogo there with his leap ability, might be useful for a defensive. Yes, yeah, that was my thinking. Um, yeah, so I think I would actually scatter them quite... I, I wouldn't keep them grouped up, because you've got yeah. the bomber. Yeah. So I'd have quite a sparse uh, setup here. I think probably just three goblins on the front. Ripper slightly behind. Keep him out of like go for it blitz range from an ogre. Yeah. Yeah. Sensible. So yeah, they're pretty scattered. Okay, ogre wise, it would probably have to be four ogres on the line of scrimmage, ready to rampage. Two snotlings in the backfield, ready to collect the ball. And um I don't think we'd take bomber here. Uh I think we'd save bomber until the second half. Okay. Uh, I just because you want to be moving and bombers are really useful for defense because you can stand and throw things you cannot move and throw things therefore in sevens where you've got the uh, the open field having that bomber isn't massively going to help so it's going to be two snotlings in the backfield four ogres on the line and a snotling on the line as well in the middle of the pack ready to collect that ball if it goes forward and Ben where's the ball I think I'm going to play this safe as well because you know throw teammates always a thing you don't really want to do handoffs too like riskily so oh sorry what's it you want to risk when it goes off you want to risk the um the touchback touchback that's mm -hmm. the one yeah yep. don't want to risk that so yeah straight in the middle as well so straight in the middle uh oh just 2d6 uh you're taking the lowest just to see how far all right that's dodge star that's not bad <laughs> a five and a six so i don't think if you kick into the sweet spot one two three four five uh, one, two, three, four, five. It, it's likely to stay on the pitch there, possibly. Uh, but that is going to be a wide kick for uh, my team to be able to pick up that ball. Uh, ben, there's a, there's a reasonable chance it's going to end up towards your team here with a five, with five squares of movement. Yeah, there is. Should we roll a D8 and just see what would happen? Take a D8. Okay, one, two, three, four. Can't remember which way four is on the sevens pitch. Ah, four is backwards. As it goes, one, two, three across the top, then four, five, left, right, then six, seven, eight down the bottom, according to the Bonehead podcast, Matt from Mailstorm. Yes. So a four would be in my backfield. That's okay. It's fine. We've got two We've got two little snotlings there. Uh, so Ripper's off the line. There's a couple of goblins on the line. Is that what you're saying, Ben? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Oh, no, sorry. Ripper's just behind the line. He's yeah, the line. yeah. Not, he's, yeah. Off, he's off the line. So I can't be blitzing Ripper. So nothing to dangerous there you've got the doom diver off the pitch which means i don't have to worry too much about anybody landing in my backfield and uh, collecting the ball so the ogres assuming we don't fail some boneheads are all going to stomp up to midfield so they're just going to move sort of four squares up so four two three one one bonehead so three ogres staggered across the middle line and the snotlings swoop in i've got no sure hands three plus to pick up the ball Failed to pick up the ball. So we've got two snotlings in the backfield with a ball. Three ogres in the middle of the pitch. And a snotling standing next to an ogre staring into space on my on my line of scrimmage. So ogres are still ogres in sevens. Ben, it's going to be your turn three. What is your plan? Um, I think I would try and blitz an ogre with the chainsaw. Ah, chainsaw. I like it. Yeah. I was expecting a Ripper Blitz, but actually Chainsaw is a great, great way to, to Blitz. So, have at it, sir. Yeah, so he would... It would be a kickback test, isn't it? Yeah, cheeky 2+. plus. 
He's yep, good makes to go. That. And then 2d6 plus 3 for the chainsaw. Well, I'll smash it. Destroys <laughs> it on a 15. Uh, and let's see what's happened to the ogres. Let's see what happens to the ogre. Oh, oh casualty. He is out. That was a load game. of sixes, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> Too many sixes. <laughs> so, huge play at this point. Uh, Chainsaw runs in and just decapitates one of the three ogres that were actually smart enough to go towards the other end zone. That's 140k gone for the ogre yeah, that's team. Yeah, a huge advantage for the goblins. Okay, and I've got some snotlings in the backfield. Two of them with the ball. Literally by my end zone at this point. I think... Yeah, I think the rest of the team would kind of push up and I'd shield Ripper so he couldn't be blitzed because he's very much more valuable than anyone yeah. else. So kind of skirting around the side with a, a bit of a screen, a goblin screen. Yeah. It's very scaven. Counter blitz. Yeah. Method, method, uh, method, methodology there. I like it. Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. Okay. So we're in a bit of a pickle here. We've got two ogres. We, the ogres can get stuck into the goblins pretty soon. That's fine. There's an ogre on the touchline who's boneheaded. And I think... Uh, we just unbonehead that middle guy and move him up. He's one. He stays boneheaded. So the ogre on the line of scrimmage is still doing that thing where he does absolutely nothing. Uh, pick up the board again with one of the snotlings. Oh my goodness me. And oh no. fails it. So two snotlings next to the ball in the backfield. Ogre boneheaded on my line of scrimmage. Two ogres in the midfield. Uh, and one headless ogre just slumped on the pitch. So, looking pretty good here. This would be the Goblin turn four. So, only a few more turns to stall out to go into the second half 1-0 up. Yeah. Um, Is it time for Chainsaw again? I, th I think he'd do it again. I think he's, he's out for blood. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's do another Chainsaw. Let's see, let's see kickback. Okay. Chainsaw's good. Blitz is the ogre. 2d6. Adding three and <laughs> gets another 15. So this goblin absolutely going to town on the ogres. What can he do He's this only time? He's rolled dice five times and They've all <laughs> only one been. of them wasn't a six. <laughs> Incredible. Right, let's uh, see the casualty. Oh, oh it is a what? casualty. Absolutely horrific. <laughs> four out of five 12s. So the for the uh, the chainsaw that was included on the roster, just because chainsaws have fun, uh, are fun, has just destroyed, literally destroyed, two ogres <laughs> of this team. That's incredible. Wow, I've never oh, seen that man. before. I played a game with the Snotlings of the Lockdown Bowl last night, and it, I got destroyed by some luck. And apparently, my luck is carrying on here. Uh, that's crazy. All right, are these so, buttons rigged, Ben. Are these buttons rigged? I, do, I don't know. It feels like it sometimes. Uh, okay, so I'm running out of ogres. You still, <laughs> yeah. you, you still get to do stuff with your team. Now you're not quite within striking range of the ball by no. foot, but you might be by air. I think I would uh, actually, where you have the gap, where you have your ogres in the midfield and the yeah. ones boneheaded behind with the snotlings, yep. I think I'd move my goblin and ripper screen like around and kind of screen that off so the ogre's trapped with the chainsaw, who's clearly a danger. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got one ogre left standing uh, in the midfield next door to the, nearby the chainsaw yeah. guy. Your guys have snuck around the side and are now behind him uh, there's another there's another ogre boneheaded on the line and two snotlings and your team are now well within six squares of that ball yeah i think i tag the ogre as well with a goblin just so he can't he'd have to make a, a he probably has break tackle in this one um let's say he would and he so he'd have to do a dodge roll <laughs> actually that's a really good point yeah who, who are the two that have died i'm gonna roll a d6 one two three uh it's block 
So one block is down and then it would be one, two block, three plus break tackle for the second one. So break tackle. So yeah, one of each. And the guy who's boneheaded in the backfield is a one, two, three block, break tackle. You're right. We've got break tackle in the back, tagged by a goblin. And your guy's pressing down on the ball. So this would be ogre turn four, Ben? Yep. Okay, ogre turn four. So that, that tagged ogre is not going to break tackle. He is just going to bonehead to beat up that goblin. So gets the bonehead. Three dice, dodge star, does nothing. It was worth it. It was worth it. Probably should have done something different there. Probably should have tried to pick up the ball. So pick up the ball with the snotling. Gets it. So snotling picks up the ball. They both now, together, run up to the ogre, uh, who's standing by the last, the seventh snotling, and just kind of put a semi-cage on the go. It's not enough, but there will be other tackle zones in place. Uh, and that ogre in the back, in the in the middle, is going to blitz the chainsaw, dude. Mm -hmm. Bonehead gets the five, runs in, punches that guy, takes the both down because it's pushed Skull both down. He's just going to take the both down at this point. Yeah. It's a five. It does not hurt the Goblin. Goblin, I think, might actually get... No, doesn't get to use Chainsaw in defense, does he? No, it does hurt it because he gets the plus three from the Chainsaw when it goes down, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know if that applies when the Chainsaw gets split. Yeah, it does. It does. You're right. So, yeah. Yeah. Goblin takes it and is casualtied off. He's gone. <laughs> and uh, you get to roll for uh, oh no that guy would have had block wouldn't he is it a break tackle that guy had block break yeah, tackle so one was, yeah. doesn't even need to heroically jump on the goblin just takes him out and casualties him and I'm going to roll the d68 58 oh it's just, just it's 55 nothing nothing serious <laughs> like moves arm leaves armor or something and that'll be it so the, the chainsaw is gone there is an ogre active looking for vengeance Claude Jean-Claude Van Damming it uh, and the ball is controlled by a snotling next door to some friends, but nothing too serious. And your entire pack are basically there looking to bullhawk Ben. Ripper's yes. Flyboys, turn five. So did you say you had shielded the ogre? Uh, no. You've paged up around the ogre? No, uh, the snotlings are just kind of next door to the ogre. So there is definitely... I, I can't make a cage with three guys, so... Okay, you, you I think I would and get a goblin on him. I try and tag the ones caging to take off the tackle zones, and yeah. I think I'd blitz the ogre with Ripper. Ogre versus Ripper. Okay, that's going to be yeah. two dice all day long for Ripper on the blitz. Oh, wrong ones. Okay, it's nice to see another six there, Ben. And there's the equivalent <laughs> of a six on a Blood Bowl dice. And that you is take the, the previous one as the armor roll, so it doesn't break the armor. <laughs> so <Okay>. Ogre <laughs> goes down, and now there is a Ripper on the ball carrier. I'm assuming you're following up, or are you afraid of some Snotlings? Uh, so I'd also, here, I'd use Grab to move them away from the Snotlings, so they're not... Don't know if he gets up if, under a three-team. Mate. Don't know if you can use Grab on a Blitz. Uh, can you not? Mm, 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 let's check the CRP, which is a rule book that doesn't exist anymore, obviously. <laughs> uh, nor do I have it on my telephone device. Um, we can check that later and confirm it. It doesn't make too much of a difference in the grand scheme of things for this. Um, uh, no, it doesn't. EFG, grab. Uh, oh, yeah, when making a block or blitz action. Oh, wait, no. Uh only while making a block action if the block results in a pushback you may choose an empty square okay. so on a blitz it doesn't work cool okay so that's fine um so he just goes down where he is uh, and i'll follow up to just sort of get in the way yep so um, troll on the ball carrier yes yeah that's right um and then i think i'll just swarm 
Yeah, you've got. I think um, I might tag the other block ogre with an, with another goblin behind. You know, the one who's putting a bit of threat on mm. the midfield. The chainsaw murderer. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, what is it? Two eighty k for forty k is a good trade. So. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even foul. Just what a great way to use a blitz action. Oh, that's a good point. I could foul the ogre that's on the ground there. Yeah, I think you Let's could get that. a goblin over there to make the foul. Two d six. Let's do that. No. Nah, nothing. No double. Nothing, either, nothing, so. nothing. Fine. Okay, ogre turn five. Then Ben, this is this is tough. Uh, ogre's on the ground, next door to Ripper. Ball carrier is next door to Ripper as well. We've got an ogre though, uh, up towards your line of scrimmage, and he's just murdered a chainsaw, and there's not really anybody else around. So, I think. The Snotling is just going to try and dodge away to get over closer to that ogre, and it's going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be a quick pass to the ogre. But let's dodge him away first. So it's titchy, dodgy, whatever. Gets a dodge, gets another dodge. We'll just say he needs to make another dodge. Fails it, gets the reroll, gets another dodge. So that that Snotling's running through the lines, uh, comes up within a few squares of the ogre who's uh, just murdered the chainsaw and goes for a shovel pass. So being stunty, that's a minus. Being a quick pass, that's a plus. So it is all but a certainty here. And it's a two. Yeah, drops the ball. Uh, <laughs> it would scatter from the ogre. So the snotling ran through your lines and tried to shovel pass to the ogre that's just murdered the chainsaw uh, with a view of him running up to be able to score. And unfortunately, uh, the pass scatters from the ogre uh, so the ogre is surrounded by his dead friends, a ball and a dead chainsaw, but probably out of range now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to bring some guys back. It's your turn six. Um, did you get the ogre up, the other one? No. <laughs> probably mm. should have. But just got too excited to run away and get a pass off with the snotling. <laughs> I think what I would do is beat up the snotlings with the goblins to free up Ripper. Mm, yep, yeah, there's a good couple of part, a couple of two dice there for you. Yeah, should I make a couple of those? Go for it. We're looking for the double. Oh, scar. I keep doing the wrong ones. That's <laughs> a pal. Pal goes down. That snotling's dead. Should we do? Should we treat the other one as the armor like we did for the last time? Well, I think anything above a point <laughs> seven five kills the snotling, so he's, he's stunned. Done. That's all right. That's fine. And then on another one? Yeah, another two dice. It's the natural power. That guy goes down. Roll for armor. Seven. Breaks it. Stunned as well. Getting away with it there with the Snotlings. Need these Snotlings. We've only got four. Yeah. So Ripper's freed up now. Ripper is very much free. So he'd take a blitz on the ogre with blocks. It's a bit risky, but I get the two die. It's, uh, it's a long way. Uh, Ripper's only moving oh, four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to sure. gauge where he would be. Yeah, I don't. I think it would take at least a go for it for Ripper to I get there. That, you know, go for it. Okay, take a go for it <laughs> blitz then with Ripper. Because if you could, I'd say you're probably movement out. You're you're out, not have enough movement to make it in. No, with no. just the snotlings, you'd have to throw him. So the ogre needs to go down really, or at least get a tackle zone. I like it. I think that's sensible. I'd, yeah, I do a go for it. Could be risky. Oh, he's fine. And two dice on the ogre then. Push, push. Just Doesn't push. help. Still outside yeah. of ta of uh, touchdown range for anybody. Yes, yeah, me. Follow, so. For turn six. Mm -hmm. Okay, ogre turn six. Uh, nothing much to be done here. That ogre who's battling Ripper is probably just going to stay there and not bother. Snotling doesn't have enough range to get the ball. 
Um, and a throw teammate is kind of out of the question because to throw into the end zone with a guy that's already active is pretty tough. So what we'll do then is the ogre on the left-hand side is going to bonehead to stand up and blitz one of the goblins that are beating up the snotlings. Gets the bonehead, takes the three dice. Uh, he's break tackle in the backfield, so not enough. The dodge roll, that's it. And that will be it for the half, I think. Not, yeah. Not, yeah, I don't think there's any way there for the ogres to score. But at least you are kicking to me again. Yes, correct. But you are two ogres down. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so the lineup for the ogre team here is now going to be ogre, ogre, four snotlings, and a bomber. Yeah. Which is a bit subpar. Definitely. Force bomber on the offense there. Uh, yeah, exactly. So going to have to try and cage up, I reckon. All right, who's your kickoff lineman? Who's your kickoff lineup here? I think it'll be the same again, but just without the chainsaw. Oh, so uh, sub in goblin. Uh, what happened to the chain? Oh, the chainsaw died, didn't he? I actually he did died. Die, yeah. So you don't even get a chance to argue the call to bring him back. Nope. Okay, fair enough. So same lineup again. Uh, ogre wise, yep, yeah, two ogres on the line now with the bomber and a snotling and a couple of snotlings in the backfield as well. So, yeah. kick, kick, what's the plan, Ben? I think exactly the same again. I could do this again. Go for it. 2d6, want to see some small numbers here, though. Ah, you can roll ones. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, cool. So the ball lands um, near enough on uh, my line of scrimmage, but kickoff table, Ben. Changing weather, nothing too exciting, but do roll for weather because you never know. It's so nice weather, so the ball lands near enough round the line. So I'm just going to roll yeah. bonehead with both my both both my ogres. 1d6, he's good, he's good. So put the ogres around wherever the ball has landed. We'll move up the rest of the snotlings and we'll move up one of the snotlings to pick up the ball on a 3+. plus. And it's a there 2, it there we go. So the ball's bounced around, but it's in at least three tackle zones because it was caged up. Yes, yep. So over to you for your turn one. Ooh. I think I will pile on that pressure and just move everyone up. I'm going to keep the Pogawa behind though because he has the movement seven so he's going to be the safety net Pogo behind Ripper and yeah. the Goblins moving up Goblins will have movement enough to get on the two front Ogres on the cage if you so desire yes uh, it's risky I don't think I would do no. because they are just going to get beaten up exactly so, just yeah. pressure the ball by having them around ready to pick up that scatter if it fails again I guess yeah Yep. That's the plan. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, no blitzes, probably a bit out of range. Um, yeah, it would be. And no craziness of throwing, just being very conservative. Yep, that makes a lot of sense because it's going to be on to the ogres now. So, uh, can't do anything but try and pick up this jolly goshing ball. Gets the ball. So, because the goblins are now there threatening... The cage can't move directly forward, so it's going to have to kind of go lopsided towards a side zone, uh, a sideline. So kind of midfield near the sideline now. The snotlings have moved up, uh, so two snotlings with the ball, and then we're going to have to move the ogres on a bonehead. The first one, not in contact with the goblin, moves up to put an anchor on the cage, and the other one's going to blitz a goblin on his travel, so bonehead for the blitz, hits a goblin, three dice, gets the push, pushes him away, and then goes up there to support the cage. So we're kind of near the side, uh, near the wide zone, couple of snotlings, couple of ogres, and a snotling in the middle with the ball. Can you stop us? It's your turn too. 
serious threat no. here. Strength one cage. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> two two ogres is is a little bit better. Now you do have Ripper, and Ripper is a strength six blitzing machine. Um, he is, which I think I will take that play. You know, I'm 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 impressed with the chainsaw. It's almost a shame you don't have the chainsaw <laughs> star know, player. Yeah. Um, maybe trouble with the chainsaw as soon as they get hit, they go down straight away as well, don't they? Yeah, but maybe that's what we should have done. Instead of getting those two goblins on the roster, then maybe we should have taken Nobler. Black oh, yeah. Uh, to have that second chainsaw for the goblins. Probably worth thinking about if yeah. we ran with less than super two. Or, or Scrapper. Or Scrapper, maybe. Anyway, uh, yeah. anyway, you're uh, you're in the process of trying to stop my snotlings. Yeah, I think I put the goblins to kind of screen off the snotlings first. Um, maybe tag, yeah, tag some of the snotlings with the goblins. Yep. Um, keep the pogo behind. Um, he still needs to stay there as a safety. I think I'll try and blitz one of the ogres. Ripper. Would he be in blitzing range or is he screened by the snotlings? No, 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 the snotlings are behind the ogres, hiding away. Okay. They've got, got goblins surrounding them and Ripper is eyeing up a very tasty blitz on an ogre on the corner of the cage. Go for it, Ben. Two dice. Let's take it. Ooh, Double have block. both down. Now, you uh, it's a new half. You've still got leader. You can risk it. I would risk it. I would risk this again. Okay, go for the loner reroll. Four plus. Gets it, it again. And another two dice on the ogre. That's more like it. Yeah, this ogre does not have dodge. So, ogre goes down. Ripper follows up onto the ball again. Absolutely. Okay, and then roll for injury. Ten and breaks the armor. Doesn't need mighty blow, so you've got casualty now. Stun. Eight. So I cannot remember if ogres have. I think they've got thick skull. They've got thick skull, so he is just stunned, but that could be massive. There's now Ripper on the ball carrier, goblins on the sides of the snotling cage. There is one free ogre. And a bomber in. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yes. in the midfield. <laughs> Which could be a threat here. Yeah, I think that's what we'll have to do. So, would that wrap it up basically for your two? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Ogre three. And I think we've just remembered that the bomber is chilling out. So, he's going to take a quick pass towards Ripper just behind him. Because why the heck not? So, let's roll the <laughs> dice. It's a five. <laughs> it's a five. It's actually an accurate pass. So, on a full yep. pass, Ripper goes down due to bomber. Or I can catch it first, can I? No, oh, no, it's it's you don't never <laughs> throw a bomb directly at a player. Throw the bomb at the empty square behind the oh, player. Okay. They don't yeah. get a chance to catch it. Um, it did nothing, however. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it did absolutely nothing. Uh, I'd I say that, but I, I remember in a, I think it was Tombstone where my bombs got intercepted by Ian Triplo's giant. <laughs> oh, amazing! Uh, oh, that was that was um, that was Nick, wasn't it? With oh, the... was Nick. With the giant and the two treemen, is that right? Uh, was it? It was the um, the pumpkins. Yeah. Was that Nick? Yeah, yeah, that was Nick. That was a heck of a team. Okay, so we've got some bad choices here. So the good thing is that the ogre is in no tackle zones. There is Ripper one square away from him. There is the stunned body of the ogre by him. Uh, so there's no tackle zones on that ogre. So that ogre is just going to throw the snotling. Going to go for a okay. throw teammate. Can we bonehead? Yep. 
No. Yes, you can. Oh, gets the bonehead. So that ogre is out of contention, and we've got a oh. snotling now who's right next door to Ripper. So he is going to have to take some dodges to get away and towards the sideline. In fact, they're probably just one dodge, but we'll, we'll move him out towards the sideline. And then... So the snotling's kind of running down the side of the pitch. And the other snotling is going to try and uh, support him. So at least one dodge, two dodge for each. Okay, that's a failed dodge with a reroll. And then the other snotling, can he dodge away and dodge through? Okay, one. So one snotling dies, essentially. Mm -hmm. And the ball carrier is a few squares up. So he's in your zone now, uh, in your third of the pitch, supported by one other snotling. And another snotling's died. The bomber's had his fun. And this was going to be your turn three, I think, then. Yes, this will be your turn three. Okay, can you stop the two snotlings from scoring? Yeah, so I absolutely swarm them with goblins. Yeah, I think that's um, probably fair. Yeah, and then I go for a blitz. I'll, I'll go uh, just for fun. Let's blitz with a pogoer. You know, <laughs> always get a both down and kill him. So pogoer is more than likely to be able to get a plus one strength here. Yeah, he was being in the safety, so he's clearly in range. And, and he's got the movement. So yeah. three dice on the snarling. Oh, oh gets the natural power. I'm going to sidestep it into the middle of the field. Doesn't really matter too much. Roll for armor, Ben. Yeah, armor holds, armor. Uh, but the ball does scatter. So I'm going to assume it doesn't land on my snotling and it doesn't land on your Pogoer. So the ball is out there in the field now. Uh, and that was... You've still got Ripper to go and probably a goblin or two. Yeah, so Ripper's going to... I think he tagged the other ogre, the one that's still up. The bonehead one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say I'll go for a foul on the one that's still down with, with the spare goblin. <laughs> with the spare goblin. Two I've got a lot, so... <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's fine. Only a three. Only a roll of a three. So you've got a goblin and ripper by my two ogres down the side. And you've got some goblins and a pogoer nearby the ball in your yeah. third of the pitch. I've still got a snotling standing surrounded by goblins but still still standing yes okay uh ogre four and now four. yep okay so uh if we've got we need to try and stand up that other ogre next door to the goblin is he boneheads on the ground so we've got an ogre next to ripper that's bad mm -hmm. bad situation not going to prioritize that uh because all that's going to be is a two die negative block um so the snotling who hasn't exploded on the ground near the ball Probably going to have to make a couple of dodges to pick up that ball. And that ball is likely to be in a tackle zone as well. So I think... Ben, happy with that? Yeah, I'd say it's next to the Pogoa. Yeah. Dodge one. Gets the dodge. Dodge next two one. onto the ball. Gets it because of Titchy. And then picks up on a four plus because one tackle zone. Gets oh, the ball. It. Dodge out. Fails. Reroll dodge. Has a reroll. Gets it. it. And then just runs a couple of squares. He's not, and basically he's going to be like one short if he two go for it. Do you reckon? I think so. I just don't think running around to pick up that ball, it's unlikely. But he's going to take the two go for it anyway to get right next door to the... Here we go. If you blitz him now and it's anything but death, yeah. <laughs> he will be able to sidestep into the, uh, into the end zone. Uh, and that other ogre is going to take a two die up block. Okay, we get the bonehead on Trollboy. No, I'll take the push. Yeah, it's fine. That, that, I'm just, I'm not going to follow up. 
Uh, and that will be it. So this would be your four? Yeah, it would. Okay, I think it's either going to be a stop here or it's going to be a touchdown and then a throw teammate for you for the win. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd have had... You'll have goblins enough for a three I've got a goblin blitz. tagging the ogre down. I've got one... Because he's tried to foul. I've got one... Uh, uh, yep. Near Ripper. I've got... And then the rest are basically there. So I'd say... Did you say you had two Noblars there or three? Uh, just the one is up. The other one uh, fell over and exploded. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tag him with one and send another goblin in for the blitz so I get the three die. Okay, yep. So it's a goblin blitz on the snotling. Three dice. Actually, I think I. Oh, you have sidestep. You can go. You can go wherever you like. That's you? it. Sidestep is going to be key yeah. here. Not being able to get into the end zone is okay, but for if if it's not a pow, he just wanders into the end zone. Yeah, and, I've got to do it. And the leader reroll has been used by Ripper. I tell you what. Yep. I tell you what. I'd I'd move the goblins to the. Uh, two diagonals next to him. It's okay. so like the let's say you know you know what I mean. There's there's one square that he can be pushed into directly in front. Yeah. And then I'd send in the pogoer to blitz and leap there. Oh, what? So leap into the into end the zone, third square end zone. Ah, clever. All right, happy with that. So that's a three plus leap blitz. He, he makes the leap. Gets the leap, and now it's a three die block. Skull, skull, dodge star. Snotling stays up and sidesteps away, but not into the end zone, just into a goblin's tackle zone. So yeah, it's not going to be enough to stop the touchdown if the uh, if the snotling gets the dodge. Yeah, that's frustrating. <laughs> okay, so out of frustration, I'll hit the ogre with Ripper. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair enough. Yeah, Ow, that down. he's down. Armor's okay. Alright. Ogre's five now. And all we're going to do is we're going to take that dodge away. On a three, Makes gets it. it. Swings around and equalizes. So you are going to have uh, one turn. Mm -hmm. One turn to score. That was Ogre turn five. You're actually going to have two turns, aren't you? So that's plenty. Yeah. So I am uh, down at least a couple of snotlings. And Bomber, I'm going to argue the call. See if I can keep him on the pitch. It's a three. So it's going to be an ogre and two snotlings versus the throw teammate attempt of Ripper's Flyboys. We're going to deploy a three on the line and an ogre in the backfield, really. I think that's all we can do. All right. Uh, not going to be enough. Um, so is it the throw teammate set up, Ben? It is, and I'm going to set them up kind of on the wing. Okay. So I don't have to throw on the diagonal, so hopefully I can stay away from that ogre. So kind of, they still obviously have three in the line of scrimmage, including Ripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, but yeah, just, the... just just offset. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going to be uh, shorthand goblin in the middle, just so you can try and pick it up. Yeah, it's going to be a straightforward kick to the sweet spot. One square lands near Ripper, and kick yep. off. Changing weather. Weather. Nice weather. So nothing much. So the ball lands almost where you need it. Your shorthand guy is in range of picking this up. It's important, so I will roll this one. All right. Let's get it. It's a four. He gets the ball. He goes to hand it off to the 
Doom Diver because I think that's probably reasonable. Definitely. Didn't land too far. Definitely. Um, that's going to be an easy one with catch. Yeah. Doesn't even need it. It's a natural six. So, are you advancing everybody else up, or are you just going to go for the throw teammate? I'm going to move the goblins to protect the, the spare goblins and the pogo to protect them. Mm -hmm. Kind of make a small shield like a screen. Yep. Just in case this goes south. That makes um, a lot of sense. And then I'll try to throw. Here it is. Oh, oh, he fumbles again. He fumbles again. The leader reroll's gone. Now, this is only your turn five, so you actually do get a chance at it next turn. I do, yeah. Uh, Goblin has to land, though, on a fumble. Oh, he doesn't. He does not. I'm going to roll armor for this, you know? Yeah. Let's see if this ends it. Armor. Stun. Stun. Okay, so it's going to be up to the pogo now. Well, no, it's the end of the turn. Well, yeah, that's next turn. Oh, next yeah, turn, next I turn. Yeah, next pogo. turn. But that would be yeah. a turnover. So the only sensible thing for the ogres to do is to throw a snotling towards you, and it's going to be a bonehead, and the bonehead fails. So <laughs> that's that. Uh, so the other guys are just going to kind of shuffle back a bit. Um, I don't think it's going to make much difference. No, to hell with that. The two snotlings are going to run up the pitch uh, towards Ripper, and we'll take a go for it to get in the tackle zone. There's a tackle zone on Ripper. It's your turn six. Okay, I'd punch the gob the the snotling that's on Ripper, with, a, with a goblin, with one of the screening goblins. Okay, blitz three dice, easy block. It's the power. Snotling goes down. You clear that tackle zone away. Yeah. Um, um, so ball is loose, but you've got the short hands pick up to hand off to the pogo up. You know what? Pogo's yes. got catch. That's all the rolls. I... Let's roll them anyway because it is the final <laughs> turn. Sure I, hands. I, I'm keen on rolling this. All right. So uh, yeah. sure hands pick up three plus. Gets it. it. Catch hand three plus. Catch. Yeah. Makes it. So Pogo has the ball. Ripper Rip. would then move up because the Pogo was screening. So he'd move up and do the throw. Go for it. So he has one square advantage here. Well, you may as well have three squares advantage, right? Oh, just, so, th just throw him all the way, I reckon. Yeah, let's lob it. Oh, oh no. Fumbles him again. Oh, Ripper. Oh, <laughs> brutal. And that would actually end the game. It would. Okay, yeah. so straight up, Ben, I'm I'm not even going to go to the tape. This this uh, this is the this is Ripper's flyboys. They, they get the advantage on this. They should have been able to score <laughs> that second throw teammate. Uh, and I think I think them taking the win is fair enough. Xavier, incredibly great work building up the, uh, the Strength Bomb team. Oh no, Jay-Z, incredible work building up the Strength Bomb team. I love that. I love the list building. But I think the advantage does have to go to Ripper's Flyboys here. I think there's just a lot of tech on that team. It, th this would be one that I'd really enjoy playing. This, um, this could sweep the field if you didn't yeah. fumble quite so much. Uh, so maybe actually the shorter passes might work better for Ripper. Yeah, maybe. And we, maybe found, you're right. we found Ripper's vulnerability. He doesn't have all those uh, negatraits, but only being able to do the quick pass with the throw teammate, but then it's quick pass. Then you've got three uh, throw-ins. So it's six squares on a two plus. If the goblin can land, it's movement seven. Movement. So the diver's six. So he lands basically on the line of scribbage and has to have one go for it in for the touchdown. It might yeah. actually be better odds to do that. Two plus, Probably three would. plus land, and a two plus go for it. Rather. Than the trouble is with plus. him is the doom diver doesn't have dodge. So if you do end up in the tackle zone, it's kind of sticky. Oh, that that's is... why I quite like taking dodge as one of the first skills on a Doom Diver. 
in a tournament just Ra because rather it gives you that. Rather than catch. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, no, that's really, really solid. And definitely something to consider because I'd like to see this roster actually played out. Um, yeah, really yeah, cool. Too. Really cool. So congratulations to Xavier there, who I'm pretty sure actually is, is one of the guys who follows us on YouTube. Um, yeah, fantastic. Ben, thank you so much for, for theory balling that through. That was good fun. That was. No, thank you. <laughs> cool. Right, so we will be back uh, next weekend with the podcast and the weekend after with episode four of Roster Rumble. So there's still time to get your roster in. Uh, then I think we're going to go to the playoffs. I think we're going to go do a kind of, kind of like a playoff situation, Ben. But we'll talk okay. about that off air. So yeah, great. We're going to wrap up the episode now. So guys, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we will see you soon. Bye-bye.